when we look at the overhaul, um, we see a list of, of bills all aimed at a single goal. And the goal is removing all checks on government power. So basically, we have to analyze different proposals. Some of the proposals are about um, weakening the judiciary, limiting the ability of the judiciary to perform judicial review of the government, to perform judicial review of the Knesset, and so on. And other proposals are about over about taking over legal institutions. So about um, changing the procedure for the election of judges, changing the composition of the committee for the election of judges, allowing the government to nominate and to fire legal advisors to the government. So this is these, all of these changes together, if we look at them as a group, the direction is very clear. They are all aimed at removing checks on government power without adding any additional checks. So it's a one-way road, which leads to the concentration of unlimited power in the hands of the government. Is this an equivalent of um, an end to democracy, of some of the opposition claim? Would this indeed be that, that drastic? Yes, it's, it's that drastic. Um, when these bills were first initiated, about three, three and a half months ago, um, we opened our research, I'm, I'm a constitution, comparative constitutional scholar, and we opened our research and we saw that these bills are almost identical to laws that went through in Hungary or in Poland. So these are moves that are taken from a very specific populist, non-democratic, non-liberal playbook, um, which focuses on how to concentrate power in the hand of the coalition, in the hand of the government. And just as these countries are not considered today to be full democracies or considered to be flawed democracies at best, the same will happen here. This is, a, this, this is the direction. They haven't invented anything. All of these bills, all of these measures have been implemented in other cases in other countries. So I don't think it's an exaggeration. I think we have to be very, very worried about what is on the table here. And those pushing through these uh, proposals claim that all the parties in the coalition, whether they be religious or right-wing, um, had on their agenda uh, shifting power away from the judiciary. And the population voted them into government, and therefore this is merely democracy in action. But this is not about the judiciary at all. This is about human rights, individual rights, and about the ability of the government and the power of the government to violate human rights. Now, there really is a controversy here about what democracy is. I mean, if you think that democracy implies that the majority, political majority can do anything, can infringe upon any individual right because it is the majority, then maybe this is the direction, maybe all these changes are legitimate. But if our perception of democracy is that um, political majority doesn't, doesn't mean, doesn't equal, isn't equal to the power to do anything and to the power to violate rights however the government wants, then there needs to be some checks on the power of the political majority in a democracy. So I think, yes, that the essence of this, there really is a controversy about what democracy is and whether protection of rights is an element of democracy. Now, whether the public actually knew, that whether, whether voters knew um, that this is what's going to happen, I actually, I beg to differ with respect to the government's um, claim. 
we've been I've been engaged with the public for a, a lot in the past uh, three and a half months in, in public talks um, in in various forums even people who voted for this coalition did not fully understand the implication uh, implications of such bills so if you ask people do you think that the government should be able to do anything including infringe upon any individual rights about your rights most people will say no we think the government's power should be limited so I think it's a bit dishonest to say people fully understood what is going on and I think the the polls also show public opinion polls show that people oppose the majority of people majority of individuals in Israel oppose this reform as it is this overhaul as it is currently on the table every day we wake up to news of this proposal or this think tank or this uh, mediators connected to the president or not connected to the president trying to water down to mediate these uh, proposals Therefore, it could be acceptable to all sides. Do you think that is actually feasible? Is it possible? I think we have to be very careful here. I think it's very clear that the buzzword now is compromise. Everyone is striving towards a compromise. And I think that the government is also striving towards a, com uh, towards a compromise because the government also has what to lose here. Because if the overhaul passes as it is right now, it is very likely that the Supreme Court will declare it to be invalid, will declare it void, which will be an escalation um, of the constitutional crisis which we're already in. And then the government would have to decide whether it openly states that it's not going to honor a court decision, which is not so trivial, even um, for this government. So I think the government also wants to avoid this scenario, hence turning to the different scenario, which is, which is to offer some softer version of the changes that are on the table, assuming that if a softer version will pass, it will A, be more difficult for the court from a legal perspective to declare it um, invalid. And also from the point of public legitimacy, it will be less legitimate for the court to do so um, because the government has already given up some of its main, some of, some of, what it, of the measures it wanted to implement. So I think the question about what's realistic, it depends on whether it depends on the details everything here is about the details if the compromise is something that looks like a compromise but actually allows the government to achieve its goal which is again unlimited concentrated power in the hands of the government then it's not a compromise it's something that looks like a compromise but essentially it is the government proposal if we're talking about a compromise that actually changes the balance of power from what the initial proposals um, aim to try to achieve, then compromise, such a compromise should be better than an escalation of the conflict. But we need to be very, very cautious and careful here because the word compromise doesn't mean anything. It's all about the details and the division of powers between the different branches of government following a specific uh, compromise.